Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Dreams Unloaded podcast. I am your host, Jay Flew, and I'm so excited that you joined again. It's been a little while, and you know what? I'm just going to jump right in because I have so much to say and catch you up on. But today, I wanted to talk about something that happened to me. Well, I want to talk to you about something that a process that I've been in, really. And it's on the topic of accusation. Have you ever had a dream where you were being accused of something or you just walked away from it feeling like you are just a terrible person? Obviously, that's part of the enemy's job description is to condemn and to guilt and to make you feel trapped and also to make you feel like you have to accomplish God's plans and purposes on your own, like you're not in a partnership with him. Um, but anyway, the, the purpose of me saying that was the accuser himself, the devil is identified in the Bible as the accuser of the brethren. And sometimes he likes to show up in dreams, not just even in dreams, but in life, he will disguise himself or even give us thoughts that are accusative in nature. They make you feel like you are at fault. And even if you are at fault, the beauty of salvation is that there's a savior who we're in partnership with, who we are in relationship with, who lives in us. And though there are natural earthly consequences for poor behavior, the spirit of accusation is one that continues to tell you, to point fingers, to tell you what you've done wrong and to make you feel inadequate. So it's more than just a one-time thing. It's the spirit behind it that keeps it perpetually, it keeps you perpetually feeling inferior. And so I experienced in a dream, just someone coming into my dreams and accusing me. And it was just accusation after accusation. Actually, it reminds me of the very first night that I stayed in my apartment, it was a leap of faith for me. And I was really excited, but also really clinging to Jesus and trusting him so much for a lot of different things surrounding living on my own for the first time. And that first night that I slept in my room, just marveling at God, I laid my I laid my eyes to rest and had this dream that I was being accused of all these things. What are you doing here? You don't belong here. Who do you think you are living in this nice space? You can't even afford this X, Y, and Z. And just, oh my goodness, I woke up feeling like I had made the biggest mistake of my life until I identified, oh, this is not God's voice. This is not what he's saying. So I have to quickly come out of partnership with the enemy and into partnership with what God is saying. The reason I bring that up is because when I had my recent dream that was accusatory, it was very, it was, yeah, there was riddled with accusation towards me. I got a little bit smarter and I said, Lord, is there something that I have done to open a door to the enemy that would allow him to feel the right to, you know, accuse me? I want to read a scripture in Revelation 19 verse 10. I'm sorry. Yes, no, Revelation 12, verse 10. It says, Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down, the one who accuses them before our God day and night. And then 
this next verse is one that's very popular. And they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life, even when faced with death. That's NASB 2020 version. So we see here in verse 10 that the enemy's literal job description, his literal title, one of his names is accuser. And so as I was praying about what door I had allowed to open that would even cause this dream to be allowed or legal, the Lord began to reveal to me that I had partnered with the accuser in my waking life. I had partnered with him by casting judgment on people, by even very subtly just You know, I was very, very, very upset about a specific situation and I was just going to town talking about everything that person was doing wrong, how inadequate they were in their role and how just how my experience wasn't good because of them. Just the blame, 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 blame. I had partnered with, even if I, even if those things felt true, and even if the actions that I was stating had truth to them, I was still in partnership with the accuser of the brethren. And that opened a door for the accuser to then turn around and accuse me because that's what he does. And that's what I partnered with, if that makes sense. And so I had to repent. I had to say, Lord, I'm so sorry. And I did the opposite. I released grace over the person because the truth is I need grace. I need mercy. And you know, when you sow mercy, you reap mercy. And that's what I want to reap. And I want to close that door. So I repented for partnering with the voice of the accuser, for partnering with the accuser himself. And I invited God's love, his grace and his mercy towards me. Because oftentimes when you're casting those things on other people, it's a really a good sign that you have lacked compassion for yourself in those areas. So I looked at my own life. I took inventory of my own life and in areas where I needed the Lord's love to crash in, his grace, his mercy towards me. And I did that. And and we closed that door and sealed it with the blood of Jesus. And that was that. But I felt the Lord saying and inviting many of us into a space where we take inventory of areas where we may have partnered with the accuser even over ourselves. What the enemy says to you, you should not be repeating or agreeing with. When you agree, you give it strength. And if he tried to plant a seed, when you nurture it, you're watering that seed with your agreement by repeating it, by giving it attention, by telling others, by acting on it. And it just becomes, eventually it becomes a tree, right? And and you wonder, how did this stronghold come about in my life. No, it started when he whispered to you that you were ugly or you were insignificant. It happened when that slightest ounce of bitterness towards the person next to you got rooted because they did not complete their end of the deal. And so this is important. A lot of times, actually most of the time, what we're dreaming about is just an outlet of what's happening during our day. It's filtering out what's happening in the spirit realm and what God is doing or what the enemy is attempting to do. So I encourage everyone, do this and totally just reset. This is a perfect time at the end of 2021 to 
you know, memorialize things that God has done and even recognize the areas that you need to release to make room for the new that God is releasing. It may be people that God is about to cause to transition in and out of your life. It may be geographic. It might be, you know, your role in your your workplace, whatever it is, make room, make room, make room. But whatever you do, do not partner with the accuser, partner with the voice of truth, partner with Jesus, who is a good shepherd, partner with Jesus, who is, you know, all the fruits of the spirit personified. He's love, he's joy, he's peace, he's patience, he's kindness, he's goodness, he's gentleness, um, he's faithfulness, he's self-control. So God bless you all. I pray that this holiday season is filled with the awareness of Jesus, the glory of Jesus, and a home that is fully illuminated and fixated on him. Make sure you write me. Make sure you keep in touch with me. I can't wait to chat with you next time. Bye for now.